This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another episode of What Is uh, the Arsenal News Show. Join you every morning at 8am UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Thank you as always for making us a part of your morning routines. It's very much appreciated. Slightly short show this morning um, because I've got to head off to hopefully battle the traffic on the M25 to get round to London Colney for Arsenal's training session this morning. No, I'm not taking part. No, I'm not the replacement for Thomas Partey. Um, hopefully we see him back in the team tomorrow. Tomorrow, fingers crossed. But uh, no, I'm going there to see who is there, who isn't there, and uh, to give you guys all the latest updates from Arsenal's uh, training session today. So slightly shorter show, as I say. Good morning to everybody joining us live in the chat box. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Uh, good morning to Alpha, to Blackshine, to Paul, to Colton, Amira, uh, Max Amias, Martin, Matt G, Sweating Merlot. Good morning to Guna Jake and Arsenal Adventure. Good morning to Rob, uh, Shari, Arasilki, Jimbo, Rich, Darren, Colin. Thank you, everyone everybody for tuning in very much appreciated um and uh, yeah it is very much uh, appreciated nsw it's not my birthday mate um you did this last time it's not my birthday um maggi says please post a photo with win the dog again i highly doubt i'm going to be able to see him it's her sorry uh, i did that last time as well it's it's a her and i very doubt i'm going to be able to see her at london colony um it's a shame i'm a big dog person and Seeing when the dog is definitely a dream. So fingers crossed that uh, that happens. Uh, let's um, jump into today's stories, shall we? Very quickly. Um, Katie McCabe is a genius. Uh, this is the title of this slide because Arsenal coming away with a 2-1 victory against Bristol City. Viv Miedemar back as well, which is a really, really positive uh, thing for Arsenal as well. Fantastic stuff. But Katie McCabe... Only scores bangers. Uh, only scores bangers. And uh, if you haven't yet watched back the highlights of yesterday's game, I recommend that you do. Arsenal finally, finally getting some some better form after the disappointment at the start of the season. So yes, um, finally getting some wins. Still not 
clicking, still not flowing perfectly. Um, but uh, yeah, Kate McKay was. Uh, thank goodness she signed a brand new contract as well um, because we, we desperately need these goals to go in whilst we're struggling to click a little bit. But with Beth back, with Viv back, um, and hopefully Leah coming back in the next few couple of months or so uh fingers crossed uh, Jonas Idaval will have no excuses because the level of talent um available to to him is is unbelievable in that uh Arsenal squad so yeah really good result and an important one to get on the road so and the kit uh, it's not for me the kit the the Arsenal wins away kit um but uh certainly it's it's seemingly doing them plenty of favors so uh, hopefully that form can continue um getting to Premier League action and Aston Villa were the only real uh, it's strange on a Sunday to have such little football available to us but Aston Villa put four past West Ham in a 4-1 victory Arsenal of course play West Ham a week tomorrow in the League Cup fourth round and uh, Aston Villa are a team that Arsenal will be playing in the coming weeks looking very good indeed Um, Douglas Louise in particular getting a couple of goals really really impressive performances so far this season Ollie Watkins with another great goal as well great left footed strike certainly showing uh, why I was certainly right to be saying that he is in the same category as Ivan Tony. Um, the amount of times I had people leaving comments saying, how can you say Watkins is on the same level as Tony? I'm sorry. He's got more goals and assists in the last two seasons. And obviously he's playing this season when Tony isn't. But uh, I don't get how he's not in the same bracket as Tony because they are so very similar in their outputs. So yeah, uh, without a doubt, um, Aston Villa are going to be a threat, it seems, with Unai Emery at the centre of things. Now, uh, I wanted to include a little thing about Sergio Ramos because uh, Sevilla are Arsenal's opponents in the Champions League tomorrow evening in Spain. And they managed to hold, not just hold Real Madrid to a 1-1 draw, but they were impressive. Very, very impressive because Diego, um, the Sevilla manager whose name has now annoyingly escaped me. I had it. It's Diego something. Uh, what is it? Let's scroll down. Uh, Diego Alonso. There we go. Um, the former Uruguay coach. Uh, he's taken over Sevilla and has done a brilliant job since doing so. They had 17 shots uh, against Real Madrid. And Tony Cruz even posted on social media saying, if you can't win don't lose, which is kind of Arsenal's mantra for the game against Chelsea. And it kind of rings true for, uh, you know, our game uh, against Chelsea at the weekend as well. But Sevilla are going to be tough. But in particular, Sergio Ramos, there's a few compilations going around of the 37-year-old um, who had a really, really strong display and is certainly going to be well up for Tuesday night's game. Um, I think the last time that Sergio Ramos played against Arsenal, I, I think it might have been... That did he? When did he move to Real Madrid? Um, has he played against Arsenal? I'm thinking about the Bernabeu, Thierry Henry in 2006, but he moved to Real Madrid in 2005. So yeah, it was. It was. He did play in that game. I think that's the last time in a competitive fixture because obviously we played them in pre-season a few times. I think that is the last time I can remember Sergio Ramos featuring against Arsenal in a competitive fixture. I could be wrong, but I think that's true. Um, so maybe someone in the comment section or the chat box can tell me if that is indeed the case. But uh, yeah, uh, a long time coming, uh, Sergio Ramos's next fixture against Arsenal when Thierry Henry absolutely destroyed him last time. Let's hope that, how many years? 17 years later, uh, and a 37-year-old Sergio Ramos can be equally as destroyed by uh, the next person that we're going to be talking about and our headline story. I completely missed this in yesterday, not only the breakdown that we did yesterday of the game, but I completely completely missed this in the the reaction show in the the watching of the game in my post-match pieces i missed it 
everything to do with this. And that's Bukayo Saka wearing the armband. How did I miss that? How did I miss Bukayo Saka picking up the armband in uh, in the game against Chelsea? It completely passed me by. I didn't comment on it. I didn't talk about it because I didn't even know it happened until I actually saw Bukayo Saka post this image of him wearing the armband uh, in which he tweeted saying, an honour to wear the armband for the first time, my club. Um, is it just me or does this photo look like the oldest photo of Saka ever in terms of like him looking old <laughs> i'm so used to seeing kind of this teenage bakaya saka like it's never ever going to grow up never going to um look like a player in his mid to late 20s but seeing this image of him wearing the captain's armband it's like the first time i've seen saka and thought you know what it's not going to be so strange when he's actually like 30 years old and coming toward the twilight years of his career you can actually see it i just i always struggle with the idea of seeing saka as like a mid to late 20s player because he always has such a baby face but the serious tone of this with the captain's armband on it does make him look a good five years older than what i've ever seen him before um but yeah it's a really really good thing um shows that leadership i find it interesting that he got the armband of course maybe over someone like Declan Rice even though I know he's only just joined the club um, but yeah you can absolutely see uh, the growth the maturity growing within Saka and hopefully some more consistency and high, high quality performances that assist for Trossard was excellent and uh, we hope that we can see it a lot more let's go to part two and your questions for a very brief part two right after this Before I jump into the uh, the questions, I do have a call to arms, a call to action, rather, probably a better way of, uh, of putting it. Um, but my uh, wonderful wife is uh, is doing and competing. Competing is probably the wrong words. I mean, if she was competing in this, I, I mean, her running skills would be unrivaled. They're good, but I wouldn't say they're unrivaled. So let's say just partaking in uh, the London Marathon that is going on next year. Um, And she's doing it in uh, support of a hospice uh, near us in Rochester, the Wisdom Hospice, um, which looked after both of um, our granddads in their final days. I lost my granddad's... um, a couple of months ago uh, i think i discussed it on the channel i don't know if i kept it private or not i can't quite remember how open and honest i was about that but i lost my granddad uh, a couple of months ago um two three four months ago i think it was and um i tried you know i've, I've really put that to the back of my mind if i'm honest and not really thought about it and uh, when mother half g told me that she was going to be uh, supporting the wisdom hospice to um for not just in the memory of my granddad but of course hers as well it was a very emotional thing and um she asked kindly if i would mention this uh, on the show and i would have done it anyway without her asking of course but uh, uh, i want to just uh, ask you guys if you would like to support her um on raising money for the wisdom hospice the link to do so to support her run at the london marathon is in today's video description so uh, if you can spare anything at all if you can't no problem at all i understand that times are tough for a lot of people so if you can't i absolutely understand there's no pressure whatsoever but if you can spare anything um i would very much appreciate um you supporting her and uh, helping to get to her target um uh, which is just over a thousand pounds i think we're already 500 pounds there which is great but anything that you can do to help would be unbelievable so thank you to everybody that plans on helping and if you can't and you're just sending some well wishes thank you to you people as well right let's jump into the chat box then and tackle some of your questions um 
Paul says, should we be worried about Odegaard's drop-off in form? If it continues, sure. And I think it's not necessarily even form. I think it's more to do with the opponents and the type of games that he's actually struggling to get involved in. Because when we come up against Chelsea or City or Spurs, certain games where he's struggling to get on the ball as much, they're the games in which we don't necessarily perceive him as having the biggest impact in games. When we are dominant and in control and don't have as much... um, kind of stifling of our middle third, he comes to life a lot more. He needs to find a way as well out of that and out of that struggle of of not being able to get into the game as much as we want him to. Um, But I do think that there is a lot to be said about what more the coaching staff can do to change that and how he could. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. React and how he can change um, his game to help have more of an impact in those fixtures. So yeah, let's let's wait and see. Uh, Ray Beam says, Tom, what's your take on Chelsea's keeper Sanchez clattering Jesus with no penalty being awarded and PGMOL's response or lack of response? I haven't seen any response, so I assume that there's been no response on it. Um, oh, but for those saying the link's not in the description, just refresh. Uh, I added it during the stream, so you may need to refresh for it to uh, for it to pop up so it should be down there so just give it a quick refresh and it hopefully will be underneath the uh the vpn uh link so there you go um but yes uh certainly where was i uh what was i talking about the boom 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 let's scroll up because i I've now completely lost my trailer for it. Yes, the Jesus penalty call. It's a penalty without a doubt in my mind. And hopefully we see some more about this discussed today. ESPN's Dale Johnson's VAR review hopefully will give his take on it. So let's see what he thinks about it. Um, Louis says, in your walking football league, what player are you compared to in the Arsenal team? Um Probably Mohamed El Nenny. <laughs> a solid six out of ten every game. Doesn't move that much. Can play a good pass and scores the odd screamer. That's that's it. I scored an absolute banger the other week. Um, it was like ball comes across on the left hand side. First time side foot from about mm, twenty five yards or so. Amazing power on this side foot strike. It's not like I put my foot straight through it, but it's just kind of a controlled outswinging finesse into the bottom left hand corner. It was a brilliant goal, if I do say so myself. Um, <laughs> MM says, Should we see more of Havertz and uh, centre forward? Because two games of good hold up play has led to goals. Yes, is the answer. I'd like to see him come on sooner. I'd like to see him use that. I'd like to see him play there maybe t- tonight, uh, tomorrow night, I think, uh, against Sevilla. So, yeah, let's let's wait and see if we do see more of that. Uh, the process is, is there a midfielder outside of the Premier League that you would consider to compete with Erdegaard? Um, in terms of, I guess, signing somebody to, to kind of push him a bit more? I guess we've kind of already got those players in Vieira um, and 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 uh, Smith Rowe as well. I'm not sure we're really in the market for a number 10 
an attacking midfield. I'm not sure we are. I could be wrong, but I'm not sure. Um, so well, let's wait and see. But I don't think we're going to see anybody come in to compete necessarily in the same way with Erdegaard. Uh, more than a wheelchair says, Tom, how are you saying so calm? I'm fuming about yesterday's game. I'm fed up of Raya already and Zinni. I don't see why he's protected and loved so much because he's poor. I talked a lot about yesterday about how I was quite pleased actually in the end with the game. I was frustrated with the performance, sure, but actually there was a lot of positives to take from yesterday's game. I think we're just different types of people, mate, to be honest. Um, I think I'm more of an optimist. I think you're probably more with respect, more of a pessimist. Um, but if you go back and listen to yesterday's show, I talked in detail about why there's plenty of reason to to be, um, what's the word? Uh, I suppose, uh, you know, kind of more open and, and pleased by some of the things that went on in yesterday's game, on Saturday's game. So I'd recommend going and listening back to yesterday's show. Um Hussein says, please take some bubble wrap with you to Arsenal's training ground for Thomas Partey. Uh, we can't afford to lose him again. <laughs> yeah. Um, hopefully he's there. Hopefully he's fully fit. Hopefully he's involved. Hopefully we don't have to see anybody not training um, and that we can report that everybody is indeed available. Um, Ayan, Ayanle, uh, apologies if I've pronounced that incorrectly. Uh, why was Jorginho playing for 70 plus minutes with that performance? It's time to ask questions about the coach. Sorry? It's time to ask questions. Yes, the coach that's taken us from 11th to a title race in three years and has already put us into another title race. He's currently joined top of the Premier League table, has improved our recruitment by no end, improved our philosophy by a ridiculous level and taken us to a place where people wanted him sacked and are now really kind of hiding a little bit Homer Simpson style where he kind of, you know, shuffles back into the bushes because they're scared to to come out the parapet, which you're not, to be fair, but... I always appreciate these types of comments because they do light a bit of a fire in me when someone says, is it time to ask questions about the coach? Because these are the people that I beg to come on to a phone-in show and never show up. So Ayanle, I, I submit the request to you as well. I would love to have you and others who share this opinion on a phone-in show. They never arrive. <laughs> they never arrive. But uh, yeah, I just find it crazy that some people still think that it's time to ask questions about the coach who currently has us joint top at the Premier League table. Um, Mr. Ree says, who hasn't hit the like button? Great question. Is that you? Is that you? Have you not hit the like button? Please make sure that you do. Um, Robert says, how many other teams would have recovered like we did on Saturday? Poor performance and a very good result. Yeah, it was a poor performance. And as I said yesterday, you know, you are going to have bad performances. You're going to have bad displays. You're going to have bad days. You are going to have days in which you just don't do well. Uh, it, we happened last season at Everton and we lost. It happened to Man City two weeks ago and they lost. What didn't happen to us when we had a bad day? We didn't lose. And that is a really, really important thing. And like Tony Cruz, as I mentioned in the first part of today's show, posting after their draw with Sevilla, if you can't win, don't lose. And, and, you know, we even nearly won as well, despite playing horrifically bad. So, yes, certainly, I think there's reasons to be positive. Um, other than the fact by, take a quick look at the league table. That'll give you a plenty of reasons to be positive. Uh, Lay says, what can we justify spending so much money for someone to sit on the bench when we need backup in other more crucial positions? Uh, I assume that's Havertz, I guess. Um, if you think about it, Nunez is costing 100 million euros and sits on Liverpool's bench. Jack Grealish cost 100 million pounds and is sitting on Manchester City's bench. It's it's not necessarily to do with money anymore. Um, Arsenal need depth. And that means that a lot of... Uh, did I... What did I say? Did I say the wrong name? 
Who is Tony Cruz? You know, Tony Cruz, not Tony Cruz. Come on. Um, but yeah, as back to the point, you know, lots of teams spend a lot of money on players that are on the bench all around the world. It happens. Uh, would I like to see more from, um, would I like to see more from, from Havertz on the field? I'd like to see more impact from him. Yeah, of course I would. Um, but uh, it's going to take some time sometimes. It's still really early. We're only nine games into the season. Let's hope that we can see more from him. Um, and yeah, uh, Rob Bob says, thoughts on why there was no Vieira in the squad after playing decent roles this season. With Odegaard going off, he would have been an obvious swap. Now, he wasn't picked, not because he wasn't injured. There was no injury uh, for Fabio Vieira. Um, we haven't really been given much information at all. I have seen some rumours going around, but they're the type of rumours... I don't necessarily want to, you know, promote. It's nothing bad. It's just like, you know, if it's, it's, it's a family thing, then I, I don't really want to comment on that in case that's just simply not true because I don't really want to spread misinformation. So, but for whatever reason, he wasn't in the squad and it was a tactical decision or it was a personal decision. Um, he just wasn't there. But maybe it's that something that it will change for tomorrow's game against Sevilla. We've got a lot of players and most of those players are now fit. Timber is the only player injured. So, you know, players are going to miss out. Maybe it's a rotational thing. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Um, Steve says, hey, Tom, what do you think about my idea that the FA should change goal difference for incorrectly ruled out goals? Not the result, but the goal difference tally. Uh, incorrectly ruled out goals um, would be a great stat. I don't know how it would be put into practice, Steve, uh, if it is serious. Um, but yeah, very, very uh, interesting idea. But I'm, I'm sure we've got plenty of examples as well because of how poor things are as well. Um Derek, hey Tom, it's my birthday today. Just wanted to swing in and say hi. Derek, I hope you have a fantastic day, fella. Uh, a genuine birthday there. Um, thank you uh, for uh, for letting us know. And, and yeah, I hope you have a great day, mate. Enjoy yourself. Don't stick around here. Go enjoy your day. Uh, and uh, I'm sure that you're going to get plenty of nice messages in the chat box. Always a, a keen member of our community. Uh, Amira says, so no one is going to talk about Tommy getting his shirt pulled off uh, of his body from that corner. He's been so close to go a few times already this season. It will happen one day. I've spoken about it. I talked about it on Twitter yesterday. I've asked Dale Johnson to address it in his ESPN column today. Let's see if it is addressed. Uh, hopefully it is. Uh, and Major says, you ever wondered how we can change our dynamic uh, a little by getting a winger to sometimes run in behind the side backs, the full backs maybe that is, while the midfielders try getting those defense splitting passes. I think that it's difficult when teams drop in so much because if you've got a deeper line, it's very difficult to run in behind to get those little defense splitting passes. On the counter, it's much, much easier. But um, I think it's, yeah, it's something I'd like to see more, but I'm not sure the defense set up in a way that gives us the opportunity to do that as much. But I could be wrong. It's, it, it wouldn't be the first time. Um, Matt G says, seriously, Tom, we haven't won every game and we haven't scored 100 plus goals. We haven't even won the Audi Cup. Maybe it is time to replace Arteta. I, I haven't seen um, Ayanle since I replied to that comment um, and asked them to come on the show. Very typical. <laughs> <laughs> very very typical um so yeah uh, I, I hope to do a phone-in show we're going to be doing a lot of them in november by the way a lot of phone-in shows in november so if you want to come on and tell me i'm wrong about things your chance is coming don't you worry anyway i'm going to wrap the show up there thank you so much guys for tuning in it's been an absolute pleasure i have to wrap things up early because as i say i'm off to london colony to uh check on every single player to make sure that they're all there that they're all fit and they're all ready and raring to go for severe tomorrow night uh 
we'll hopefully bring you a preview show a little bit later on today as well. I need to get that sorted out. Um, but please, please, please do stay tuned, stay locked in, stay with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show. And as I mentioned at the start of the show, if you'd like to support my other half during the London Marathon, you can refresh your stream, go to the link in the description. And if you would be ever so kind to, to donate anything, that would be really, really appreciated. Thank you to you all. Have a fantastic day, people. Enjoy yourselves. Stay safe. Stay well. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates are out and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.